everyone, welcome to the show. For the past four years, Experience Milwaukee has shared the behind-the-scenes stories of everything that makes Milwaukee amazing for listeners in more than 40 states and 30 countries. So much of what Adam and I do on this show is made possible by our sponsors, Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, Bitter Cube, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, and the Big White Yeti Candle Company. We're grateful for their support and for you, our loyal listeners. And now, let's get on with the show, starting with opening music from Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Hi, my name is John Finch. I'm the SVP of Talent for Milwaukee Tool. And to me, Milwaukee is untapped potential. I was on a speaking tour, like 2018, 2019, 100 planes a year. Oh, my gosh. So I loved it, though, because like, you had this massive energy from the crowd, and there's this follow-up line afterwards about like, how can I learn more. When I went to the Zoom version, the Teams version, the webcast, like my jokes were silent <laughs> because oh. everybody's either on mute or I was horrible. And you don't know which one. Mm-hmm. I know. I hate, the the I hate the mute. I hate the mute. Yeah, those are those are really tough too. I I, I had a couple of uh, speaking things over Google Meet or Teams or you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is, and uh, a lot of people didn't have their mics or their cameras on. So I oh, I normally run in like no body little quick either, jokes. Yeah. To, yeah, little quick jokes here and there just to kind of keep people engaged or ask some questions and stuff. It was dead silent the entire time. <laughs> You know what I do? Dead silent. You know what I and do? I, and I even like like stop and like finger guns the camera. Oh, like, come on. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. Like, I, I saw nothing from anybody. I'll, it was so rough. So there's two things I'll, I'll share with this podcast. One, I have the soundboard, so I can make, like, I'm doing, I'm doing applause right now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, the second thing that I do is um, a lot of times I will say a joke on this show well, at least to me, it's a joke and it's super funny. And whoever is the guest and Adam, you even, there's like, it's like quiet for three seconds. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that was a joke. Ha, 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 ha. And so I have to splice out that three seconds of because it's three seconds when you're listening is forever. Right. Three so seconds cut, is full yes, on it's dead It's like air. I'm ready to cry when I'm editing. Like, no, they didn't laugh. So I cut that part out, and then the laughs come instantly. Then um, you know, oh, on the so produced version. So, so smart. yeah, really yeah, well, good on you. Steve. That's how it goes. Good on you. That's, that's how it a, goes. That's a smart way to to roll yeah, my, that. My dad used to, when I was a kid, he'd tell a joke, and I didn't understand it then, but I use it all the time now. And he'd say, "Son, you know what's the difference between a good joke and a bad joke? Timing." i love a good dad joke oh man i'm starting to create my own now with my kids and they roll their eyes and it's magic (laughs) it's fantastic (sighs) absolutely fantastic i just get i tell i tell the dad joke and i get again silence and then it's like Mm -hmm. they're just like idiot yeah i get moans and groans yeah Yeah. (laughs) From both my wife and my son. My son's only four years yeah. old, so he doesn't really get him at all. No, he's got to catch up. At the very moment he does, he's just going to go, Dad, come on. Can you drop me off? <laughs> Send me off here. 
<laughs> We're a mile away. So I'll walk. I'll walk. Well, John, that's a good uh, intro into some stuff. I don't know uh, what, but yeah, good job. And, <laughs> that's a, uh, hey, that's a great intro into <laughs> who John is. Who are you? Yeah, what are you doing at Milwaukee Tool? Uh, anything they ask. And <laughs> good in, answer. Smart. Yeah. Uh, awesome problems to solve. And I, like, I feel so fortunate. I am... A problem solver by nature, and I've been fortunate enough to try problem solving in a retail field job in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. I've been sales operations, training, college recruiting, uh, development, talent acquisition. And so finally, most recently, I landed at the SVP of talent. And really, it's like trying to find the best people, make sure they know who we are, why they would be amazing here. And then once we get them here, put some training together for them, some development plans, work on retention, make sure they understand the vision, the future, to see what it could be. And then we talk about hire to retire. Our team is trying to make sure that from the time that we hire them until the time that they retire from that role or from the company, they've got everything they need because we've got uh, a pretty strong mission to solve the problems that our customers, our amazing plumbers, electricians, HVAC, repair techs, make their lives safe and productive. That's awesome. That's really cool. I love that two prong approach too of not just getting them in the building and the recruitment phase, but then the retention aspect of it, you know, have helping them blossom in the career uh, that they've chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Plus fantastic. Plus people ask me like, what do you do? I'm like, I do a podcast and some marketing. (laughs) And you're amazing you, at it. You make it so right. exciting. Just, the the John, podcast is John so is, fun, though. Yeah, John is changing people's lives. Like, that's oh, awesome. Oh, you mean like that? I was yes. speaking selfishly. Like, we have so much fun on this podcast. Oh, yeah, well, that's you. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Hey, but, let's be clear. John's team and the amazing <laughs> boy. I'm smart enough to put really amazing people around me and just try to knock down their, their hurdles or obstacles. But I'm so fortunate. There that are is a true tons leader. of good people. Yeah. True leader. That is a true leader. Okay, real quick, John. <sighs> Steve, did you have another question? No, I, were, you, I mean, you, that was a big. That was a big breath. Was that going to be a lengthy, lengthy was a, uh, question? That was a nose laugh. You, oh, okay. You're uh, what, real quicks are always awesome, so uh, that's why I got happy. <laughs> I got happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. so go for it. Uh, here's my here's my real quick. Can you quickly explain what it is about you that got you into recruiting talent? Because I think mm-hmm. there's something very interesting about finding the right people for the job is psychologically and there's a lot to unpack there, but just kind of how you made your way to this. I come at it from a very different model than the vast majority in the recruiting and talent acquisition space. I started in outside sales and then really started, how do you make connections quickly? How do you find the problem that person's dealing with, with good questions And then figure out how to solve it without saying too much. I've watched so many people, like they outsell their way from the, they actually keep talking and they had the sale and they kept talking past all the buying signs. They kept talking and all of a sudden (laughs) they're not buying anymore. They gave them all the reasons why they couldn't or shouldn't or they're bored or they're no longer interested. They missed the moment. Mm-hmm. So I watched that happen a lot and tried to figure out how to fix myself from doing that, learned, got into training. And when I got into training, that was kind of my first like, oh, 
you can help other people have these ahas and light bulb moments. Mm-hmm. And you can actually open the door that they don't even know is there. So I had just an amazing opportunity through the training and product development side, uh, just really helping people understand the why that all the research is, and then how do you actually bring that to a very clean and simple way for the customer, the user, the distributor, whoever to understand. Nice. Fast forward 15 years, and I'm sitting in a talent acquisition leadership space without having ever really done the frontline recruiting work. So I'm leading the team, and I'm smart enough to know, like, I got to find some really capable people that have done this for a while. So I hire some brilliant people with experience. And we sat down and we said, okay, here's what I know about how to teach the sales process and how you teach selling. And you understand the people acquisition, the connection, like, are these pretty similar? And all of a sudden, these light bulbs start popping. And so we had some really cool moments about finding out what that customer, that person needs, and then just saying what they need to be able to get them to get the rest of the interview questions in and really showcase their talent and how they can make a huge difference. And all of a sudden, you have this really cool pairing of a talented, capable, driven, we talk about being obsessed, speed, agility, urgency. Those things can show themselves if we're not talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. That stuff, oh, that stuff, all, all that stuff fascinates me. Yeah, I it's amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely yeah. incredible. So it just, the, it, piecing those together, getting the the different personalities on, on the team to offset Yeah. Maximizing strengths and minimizing weaknesses and uh, all that stuff. Ah, so cool. Sounds intuitive to you though, John. Uh, Through a lot of practice. There you go. Yep. Uh, I don't think like my father grew up in a uh, house with a lot of, like you had to have a radar and antenna. I think anybody who's grown up in a house with some alcoholism or Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. disturbing kind of family situations, like he could walk in and he could sense the temperature of the room in a minute and a half, uh, like a nanosecond, right? It was quick. Yep. And what I also learned later is like, whether it be the Myers-Briggs insight, disc behavior styles, he has a style that is more people centric where my mother, who was an educator, was much more data-driven and kind of numb to some of those people things. Like my dad could see it in a second, my mom missed it. Oh, wow. And we started talking about why that was. And then I did some more like, oh, I got trained in insight. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I've been living with it for decades. I didn't understand it. Now, my wife and I are polar opposites in that behavior style, uh-huh. which is important because I need that balance because I – I've got some pretty some massive gaps. So without good people around me, like I miss. Wow. That's but cool. your point about that connection, like when we think about how an engineer needs to know the details and not have a lot of fluff and random highlight reels, different than our marketing leader that we're trying to get excited about what we could do. Mm-hmm. We have to match those kind of styles with some good questions to make sure we're on point. But then you blend that style perspective and the connection but let's be clear. I didn't know most of this until I met the woman I wanted to marry because she's like, you need to learn how to communicate. I'm like, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean? And we had a couple of, I you was need to learn. For you. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, we need to learn how to communicate. You're like, Oh, it's about four 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Excellent. Once you had that, moment, I, I was a horrible public speaker. I couldn't stand it. And now I absolutely love it. I didn't understand good management and leadership. My first time managing, I was so bad. Yeah. So I think you need that opportunity to learn and to, to try these things and then be 
I think if you're paying attention, I read a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I look for these things to try to make myself and my team better. Nice. It's all out there. Yeah. We just got to be willing it to is. listen and pay attention. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I was going to do my patented dad joke. Do Let's it. Go. I want to hear it. No. Yep. So usually, so my kids will say something for a long time. That, like they're explaining something about like Taylor Swift or something. And then at the end, they like finally at the end, I'm, I go, huh? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Steve's definitely done that to me before too. Oh, it's, I would never do that to you, John. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're joking. And so they immediately respond. They're like, okay, well, I'll play the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one daughter that does that. Yes, she does. You know, she does. Every time she starts over. Um, so let's get in the Milwaukee tool because I'm like the fact that they have someone like you there tells me uh, a lot about the company. Um, but, but how do you describe it to, um, when people are like, what is Milwaukee tool? I mean, it, it's a pretty descriptive name, but, uh, how do you describe it to friends and family? I'm really fortunate in that I've spent enough time in enough different roles that I've seen the company evolve and become, I think what it is now. And some of the things that we kind of describe ourselves now, uh, were aspirational years ago. And it's been amazing to watch the journey, like, like come to fruition. Uh-huh. But I talk a lot about, you know, every, like your house, our schools, when you go buy groceries, every single building that you expect the lights to work, the heat to be on, the floor not to be anything other than flat, the roof to actually <laughs> not leak, like you expect those buildings to really do what they're supposed to. And when the ice storms come through and the power lines go down, like you want your power back. You know, my kid wants his Wi-Fi on. And so like, <laughs> I can't get in there. The people that do that amazing work, the men and women who are out there building, maintaining, creating, retrofitting, remodeling, evolving our infrastructure, they need amazing things to get their jobs done safely and productively. And that's really where we come in. Power tools, hand tools, accessories, heated gear, uh, lights. You need to be able to see what you're working on in the middle of the night, uh, where you're in a boiler. If you've ever been in a boiler room... It is hot. Yeah, it is no thanks. Dark. They don't put yeah. any extra. <laughs> we need to get them in and out of there as fast as possible. So what's been really fun to watch is this. Like when I started, the corded tools I sold all the time. Now we really believe there is a cord-free, hose-free, emission-free job site that our tools can solve and eliminate that 14 minutes to wind out the cords and plug them in and unplug somebody's fan and then you have the fight. Just, mm yeah. Plug the battery in. You got day long charge. Go. You don't need anything other than lithium ion. We can play. Yeah. You know, I have to say, in uh, another life that I live simultaneously with this current life of podcast host, um, I work for a, a company that is a it's a based in Cincinnati, and and they we operate in the uh, commercial construction space, mm-hmm. and without saying anything to to the uh, people on the team, I said, you know, what do you think about Milwaukee tool? And I'm like, what? That's like the standard that that's the best in the industry that mm. you have to have Milwaukee tool. So I thought that was pretty cool being from here and, and, and someone not saying all that. 
we're the one that got like, these crazy like best kept secrets. I mean, when I first started, I go, so I May of 2000, I get this job. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know anything about tools. Like, I've got a, a Chevy Silverado. I've got 40 tools in the back, four states, <laughs> and a good luck. It's like, I call my parents and like, you know what you're doing? I'm like, nope. No. Not a thing. I nope, don't no know idea. where I'm going. Because <laughs> <laughs> my father loved him to death, right? But he's a social worker. He was a probation parole agent for the state of Wisconsin for almost 30 years. Oh, that's awesome. He couldn't figure – I mean, the circular saw we had had a blade that hadn't been replaced or sharpened in at least a century. <laughs> Why would you need so, to? Because we love it when it screams and smokes. Yeah. It's a chance to yell at me to push Stuff harder. flies at you yeah, <laughs> oh, in your eyes. Push, you're not pushing hard yeah. enough. So when we, start, smoke. when we start looking at the tools in the back of my truck, I'm like, I'm in trouble. I don't know what I'm doing here. So to move all the way from that, like, I don't even know what this is to kind of being this, this kept secret inside this industry to now all of a sudden being this juggernaut and growing at a pace that most, like we could tell you 10, 15 years of 20% year over year growth, but you can't even explain what an exponential curve looks like unless you're in and on this rocket ship. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So where are you from? Northern Wisconsin. All right. So Falls area, went to school at Madison, moved up to Minneapolis. And Mo- so pretty much I-94 from Minneapolis to Milwaukee, that corridor. Rock on. Rock on. So is is everyone like you at Milwaukee Tool or what's the, what are the people and culture like there? Yeah. I think they're smarter. Uh, (laughs) Cooler. Yeah, they're not weird and bizarre. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm the I'm the geek that actually goes and gets all the sound acoustic tiles and like maps my entire (laughs) office so you don't have an echo in here. Nice. Because in the days of Zoom, we are in a uh, echoes matter kind of moment. Yeah, sure. Sure. No, I mean you think about the people here; they are brilliant uh but what i love about this is it's kind of this we have this east coast vibe about the the innovation and the structure and the speed and the urgency and what we need to accomplish and we really have this we've got to get there faster because we know what's around the corner for our customers and for our users and we're so committed to getting there at the same time you have this midwest nice like everyone is here to help <laughs> you're kind you hang out like we do um whether it be food trucks or happy hours and we'll throw a party in the parking lot and have like 1500 people they're like tell, telling the dj like no you're not done like hey <laughs> the, the food trucks left we don't care like we're gonna hang out yeah so just, there's just, just an amazing connection to people and they're kind and it's it's easy to be here. I mean, I love my family at home and I love my work family nice. and the lines are blurry because they're just, they're so good. Awesome. Adam, I want, I want you to dig in to uh, your favorite questions about what, you know, people do outside of their, whatever we're talking to them about. But before you do, John, I have one, one quick thing and it's, you know, you have some movement of people to the downtown Milwaukee area mm-hmm. and that's a big deal and a lot of excitement around that. What does the commitment around community look like for Milwaukee Tool? Super fortunate. Uh, fall of 20, got involved in our uh, culture advisory committee and I was got a chance to be the lead for a year on our community impact and have got it in great hands right now with our good friend Jeff Searle. But we really focused on education, housing, hunger and veterans initiatives. And we really tried to focus in the Milwaukee area. We know like when we think about like talent acquisition, recruiting, we need people to think of southeastern Wisconsin 
with good news stories and with good ideas for their families and good ideas for kids getting education and good ideas to invest their money and their tax dollars and their time, their energy. So we really took all of our efforts and we, we, we love our friends in Waukesha and we've got some great programs with launch, uh, but we added launch to that. Launch is awesome, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Hall does a great he job. He is amazing. Yeah. I would take Dr. Hall and then I would add a Anthony McHenry at Milwaukee Academy of Science. <sighs> this gentleman walk onto the Badgers, grew up in a really <laughs> tough space. He shows up in Milwaukee and is now leading a school that has got the highest test scores in southeastern Wisconsin. And he's got the least amount of money to do it. But he's figured out that if these kids have consistent teachers, consistent guidance counselor, mm-hmm. consistent principal, consistent things, they just flourish. Yeah. So he's got a magic thing here happening right in our city and we're trying to surround him from an education perspective with the housing through like a revitalized milwaukee that's uh rebuilding homes that need help and axe housing that's getting people into a house and getting out of apartments and all the loan issues they've got to deal with plus a habitat program so you take all the housing plus you do the hunger initiatives with feeding wisconsin and the great uh food banks tie that together the exact same people and you make a difference to the education, the housing, and the amount of food that they need to manage. Yeah. Tie that along with the veterans that are in the same geography and the amazing people that have served our country and need so much help returning, how much the hard hats. So we're actually moving them from a U.S. Army position to trying to get them on a job site, veterans and piping initiatives. Oh, like I couldn't cool. be more proud of this team and the energy we put into it. So that's one of our four pillars. Mm-hmm. We also work on diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives, Black History Month, Pride Month, Women at Milwaukee is a new program, Coffee Club, where you get people to talk to each other that have never met, just build that community, celebrations, recognitions. Like there's some amazing people here that deliver and lead by example daily. And we've got ways to celebrate them. And someday when we connect and you actually see this place, I'll show you what it looks like inside here. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, but that's same. part of that whole corridor when you think about Menominee Falls, Waukesha County, Milwaukee, downtown, Brookfield. Like we've got enough locations that we're starting to have influence in all of these places. And it's so wonderful for our families to be able to then join the community, whether it be at a food bank, whether it be at a STEM tutoring lab mm-hmm. at the Milwaukee Academy of Sciences, where you've got a couple of Milwaukee STEAM labs built in the city or actually built in the school. So these kids are going to grow up knowing us in a way that a lot of people haven't in the past. Yeah. And that's just a a fraction of what this company is able to do. And I, again, that's why we're here. We believe we see it. We want to be a part of it. Love it. Eye on the future. Have to. We need to to hire them at about age, I don't know, eighth grade. I'm starting to think about job offers at eighth grade. I was not thinking about job offers. That I, I, yeah, I was thinking I was selling candy bars, but we, uh, we were going <laughs> to really, yeah, we Wait, were going to, are you we, talking about like boy scouts? No, I was talking about like, you I, were just I, like on I, the street. I went and bought candy bars. <laughs> hey, and then, my no, name's Steve. No, I Would sold, you like a baby Ruth. I sold them in school. What was your profit margin? Uh, a hundred percent. That a boy. How were you getting these for free? I no, I'd buy them for a dollar and sell them for two. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why I just assumed you were selling them for a dollar. No, I had a... I just had it in my head right away. I grew it to like a convenience store out of my trunk of my car. 
in high school. Wow, yeah. dude. And these That's kids were walking around with cash? I was. <laughs> well, you <laughs> were. <Their> cash. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Adam, wow, wow. enough of uh, the uh, Steve's entrepreneurial I, you uh, know career. You know what? I'll, I'll say one more thing about it. The, the most awesome part of that was my marketing teacher in high school was like, you know, we weren't supposed to sell anything in, in, in school like that. And he, uh, obviously he was like, Hey, keep it up. Keep, yeah. it, keep it going. You so. need that moment of realizing that, Hey, there's uh, rules are an important guardrail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a reason that you sometimes want to look over the edge of the guardrail or see what's on the outside there. And maybe there's a new path that might teach you a thing or two. Yeah. And, yeah, everything yeah. we're reading right now about this next generation we're about to hire, they're already there. Yeah. I mean, they're literally oh, totally. making they're making side hustles in their teens. I read about a seven-year-old who made $7 million last year on YouTube and TikTok. Adam, do it. You know. You know what you want to ask that is, This is such a change of pace. Yeah, it is. But we need it. We went, we went to the mountaintop. <laughs> we hey, really did. John is not going to disappoint on this. John will not disappoint on this. His not, enthusiasm not is second to none. So, <laughs> Okay, so we love to ask people what they do outside of work, sure. enjoying the city. It is a podcast about experience, Milwaukee, after all. So <laughs> can you <laughs> run us through some of the places? I mean, even some of the hot spots you like, you guys like to go for happy hours, anywhere you Hidden like to gems. go to dinner with the fam, yeah. yep. any of those spots that you, uh, that you really enjoy that you want to shout out. Well, there's, there's so much to the city. So I grew up Northern Wisconsin, small town, needed a bigger city, came from Minneapolis to Milwaukee. And when I came here 20 years ago, uh, it was a definitely a different city, had a different vibe. And some of what Minneapolis had at that time, like Lake and the Calhoun and the districts, you didn't feel here that you now are seeing a whole new change in Walker's Point and the east side and up the university and how like the Tosa North Avenue section from really like 60th all the way to 92nd. Like just the, the city has come alive in a way and we've watched it happen. Uh, outside of work, I'm trying to be outside. So <laughs> nice. I love the Oak Creek trail. I love just the ability to get on a bike. There's what? 76 miles of trail in the city of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can ride. Yeah. If you get down along the river, uh, would be Estabrook park and you kind of get back in, like there's just, you can actually feel like you're out in the country. You can still hear a little bit of the city noise in the background, bit, but yeah. you actually have You've got trees and you've got animals and you can see deer and coyote and turkeys and like in the city. And so like, I love that coming from small town, Wisconsin. It's kind of a little bit of that nostalgia there. Uh, I had, I actually, I ran the Milwaukee marathon and had a brilliant experience, like seeing all the communities evolve as you start up Northwest Grafton and work your way all the way down the lakeshore. That's cool. Um, I don't Congrats, remember the last, by the way. Thank you. I don't remember the last mile or two because my Just legs screaming. were like, are we doing this? Yep, but we're, we're doing this, right? Because this that looks nice, nice just to lay down. We should just stop right here. Yeah. I should I should pass out. Ah! John, are you okay? Uh, yeah, great experience. And anybody cool. who hasn't, I, I promise you, you absolutely can. There's easy programs to get you up to speed and go. But we have some really great music festivals. You know all of this, but 
what I did this summer, um, spent some time and built a pergola in my backyard so I could just hang out with my friends with the fire pit. And oh, that's awesome. I did a day trip up to Central Waters in Amherst. Oh, and yes. Nice. Trunk, brought them home. And now that they're local, uh, it's just magic to have them close. It is. Did it is same- pretty awesome that they have a uh, spot in Milwaukee now. I really yeah. love that. We're yeah, in this too. amazing triangle. Like we've got a lot of wonderful microbreweries that are throughout, and I, we're also sitting in the kind of central triangle of some of the biggest in the country. If you go to Iowa, you got Toppling Goliath, you got Goose mm-hmm. Island, Chicago, you got Central Waters up north, and I've done day trips to each one of them to bring some craft beer back. And there's just something about that growler that was poured that day. <laughs> you're drinking it that night. Like the walleye up north, like you just want it out of the lake into the frying pan within a couple hours. It's magic. Yep. It absolutely is. The only thing I want Milwaukee to do differently is to be more welcoming of all the amazing people that we are transplanting from all over the country and moving into the city to work here. Uh, Breaking through for a lot of people that grew up here, they have some really tight networks and they spend a lot of time together. So it's, it's been interesting to watch our new hires and our transplants. And for me, obviously, 20 years ago, but to break into the space, mm-hmm. you've really got to put yourself out there. And it's it's getting easier, I think, with some of the digital pieces that you can connect on. But, man, we need to welcome more of the people that are coming into this community because they are what we need to grow. And we need to show them what's actually here because otherwise, you don't know about it. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, And that's know, a big undertaking, too. It is. To, to change the, the culture of an entire city. But we can do it. Absolutely. Adam, Adam will do it. Yeah, the Experience Milwaukee team is on the case. <laughs> We're on the case. We're on the case. <laughs> no, Pup is too small. That yeah, rando that's sitting next to you that uh, looks like they're fun and hang, you say hi to them. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. if they have a Cups jersey on. Well, no, let's not maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You jerks. I'm just I, I couldn't care less. Um, so this is personal to me. I'm trying to find this tool carrier thing that I can put all my podcast gear in. So when Adam and I are are remote, we can care, like pull this wheeled thing. How do people find the stuff? Where do they go? And follow Milwaukee yep. Tool and like keep up yeah. with stuff that's going on, all that stuff. So first of all, we've got to we've got to figure out a way to get your pack out rack built. Yeah, pack out with the modular model plus the custom foam inserts that you can make for each one of your headsets and your boom mics. And I'm drooling right now. Yes, I, I am too. literally drooling. You know, it's, if you if you take a look, uh, Home Depot is an amazing partner of ours, and yeah. so you will see a ton of red inside the orange box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have nice hardware on the north side. Um, a lot of the places that sell our product are more business to business, and so you need like a commercial account mm-hmm. uh, to get in. And everybody that is running a roofing company or electrical contractor, you know your. Um, you know the partners that are in the area that, that you already have a relationship with. So but they know where to ones, go, right? They yeah. do. Yeah. They have great outside salespeople that are calling them all the time. They want the business. Sure. So to me, the easiest way to do is if you go to MilwaukeeTool.com and you find the amazing thing you want, you put your list together, you go to the where to buy, and you've got a list of options oh, right there. That's awesome. And if you like what you see there, then I want you to flip over to MilwaukeeTool.jobs and see the openings that we have and the jobs that are here that you can now get the employee discount rolling so you can build <laughs> your shop faster yes. and have better access to all the amazing things coming out. Yeah. 
What a seamless transition. Yeah. So <laughs> get it all ready, get a job here, buy it on discount. <laughs> Love it. Bang, bang boom. Then go build a building. Yes. <laughs> we then need a few more, right? The growth here has been it's the irony when I when I first moved here, I think there were two hundred and forty of us total in the building. I knew everybody your first and last name. And now two forty is what we add in a month. Wow. So it is sure. a whole different company. And now if you aren't here by, I don't know, 805, like good luck find a parking spot. <laughs> I'll be there at eight. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Are you hiring someone that just tells bad jokes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I already have that job. We find <laughs> ah, got him. Touche. <laughs> oh, sorry. That position's been filled. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've been trying to get rid of me for years. Like, just stop telling the jokes. <laughs> never been I can't. It's almost like an addiction that I, I can't. I, I have to continue telling bad jokes. Uh, John, this was awesome. I'm fired up right now. I'm, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Adam, I'm going to be calling you all night about ideas. Great. Yeah, I'm inspired. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was great. I appreciate what you two are doing. I think there is there are stories to be told. And the magic of the Experience Milwaukee podcast, what the two of you bring, is not only a long-standing history and all the different companies and jobs you've had here, but you just have got a network. As you listen <laughs> back to all of your episodes, just it's amazing to get behind the scenes and hear the stories. And yeah. I mean, we are a people of storytellers, yeah. and it's just a great way to connect. So keep doing what you're doing, and I look forward to hearing some more stories. I'm not going to cry. You're, Thanks, John. You're, you're trying, John. I'm not, Adam, I'm not yeah, going to cry here. The heartstrings have been pulled. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. We we appreciate it. Adam, Absolutely. Adam, you know how to send us out. I sure do. And now, Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater. It's a